St. Teresa is, I think it's fair to say, is the church's favourite teacher about prayer. She was born in 1515 and died in 1582, aged 67. She was born in a beautiful town close to Madrid, Spain. And then when she was 20, she entered the monastery of the Incarnation in Avila, where she was born. It was a large monastery. It had 450 nuns. It wasn't particularly fervent. She spent a lot of time in the parlour um, talking about prayer, but not actually praying. So when she was converted, after some years, she was converted. She gave her whole life to Jesus. In 1562, she founded a small Carmelite monastery in Avila, with great opposition, called St. Joseph's. Here she and a small group of sisters could live a life of prayer for the church, and especially for priests at the time of the Reformation. She said she could do more for the church by living a life of prayer. And it has been said she did more for the church than Francis Saviour, who perhaps we baptised a million people. She, she prayed for the church. So, so she was the prioress there. And, um, and then after five years, she was asked by the Superior General of the Carmelites to found monasteries in Spain, also to found a male branch of Descalced Carmelites with the help of who became St John of the Cross. But she's especially remembered today as a teacher of prayer. She's a doc the first woman doctor of the church, one who was given by God a gift to help us to pray. She's an inspired teacher. So this little talk is to help you to have some idea about what she's on about. Uh, she wrote lots of things, but her three most important books are, and I've just got, these are the, these are the Institute of Carmelite Studies, um, three volumes. The first book she wrote, chronologically, was her confessor said, well, you, you want to write down um, your, it's called The Life, it's called The Life, it's a story of her spiritual life, her conversion, growing up, conversion, going to the incarnation, and her prayer journey. The second book she wrote was called The Way of Perfection. So this book called The Way of Perfection is perhaps her easiest book to read. It was written to help the sisters pray, but also to help us pray. And, she, and so when you read that book, there's so many beautiful, it's as if she's speaking to us today. And then the third book she wrote was called The Interior Castle. She, she wrote that in 1577. The, the confessor also, the confessor said, well, you've got to write about this. You've got to write about your journey from being not so keen on God to where you are totally surrendered to God. So she, she had this idea. She actually took about three months to write it. Now, how she wrote it in three months is incredible because it's a genius of work. No one's ever written about that journey, especially between the third and the fourth mansion, as she did. She's a, that's why she's a doctor of the church, especially for the interior castle. Uh, it, it's, it's a roadmap to holiness. So she, um, she, uh, she had this idea, she said, well, um, our soul is like a castle and sitting in the center of, she was very interested in this, she, when, she, when the priest told her that, that God dwells within us and, um, and we can be distant from God, first mansion, getting close to second mansion, third mansion. Then seventh mansion is basically 
when we're when we're God's friends. So the first mansion is where there's darkness and gloom and indecision. So there's a, there's a there's an entrance at the castle, and we go out sometimes and come in, but and then we get these snakes and poisonous things come in. So first mansion is people who are have some idea about God, but are not giving themselves to God yet. They're, they're interested. Interesting. Then people in the second mansion are, are more consistent. Perhaps they started. Perhaps are more converted. They, they're going to mass on Sunday. They're praying, but but not really full on. Just sort of interested in God. But and God, of course, is, is trying to draw them, and and He sends people to their paths. He, he sends people who talk to them and inspire them. And then third mansion is third mansion is someone who is. Is say going to mass every Sunday is lead, leading a life of prayer, um, and, and is a good person, a good person, but they're not a holy person. And that's the, that's what that's now. She especially says, "Well, the third mansion is we're in control, but unfortunately, in the spiritual life, God's got to be in control." And so, um, someone who's gets the grace, and it's all to do with God's grace enters into the fourth mansion. Uh, and what happens, what, what's, the, what's the great, and she, she, she is perhaps the first person in the history of spirituality, I mean, it's an amazing, this woman who never went to secondary school, and she says, the prayer changes. Before we were praying and we were doing these things, religious things, fantastic, wonderful, God is very pleased with that. But the prayer in the fourth mansion is, is when God captures our hearts and pours his love into our hearts. What is going on? I can't pray the way I did in the first three mansions. You don't have to. God is giving you a new type of prayer, contemplative prayer. It's given to you. And the thing is, you've got to relax and relax and let God give that to you. So you, you cannot pray the way you used to. God's giving you a new type of prayer. And so she's a, um, she marks in the fourth mansion, she talks about it the change to contemplative prayer. The first three mansions are a lot of hard work, but by the third mansion, we are perhaps in control, self-satisfied, content with God, but God is not content with us in the sense he wants to give us more. So in the fourth mansion, God fills our hearts with his love. We can no longer pray as we used to. God is taking over more and more. Now, that doesn't mean we don't do anything, but God becomes greater, we become less. It's humility. This new type of prayer is part of the growth of prayer. It's a journey with a road map marked out by St. Teresa. Um, St. Teresa, when she comes, she, she, in these life, the way, the interior castle, she says, prayer is being alone with God, someone who we know loves us. It's, it's friendship with God. It's a relationship and um, it's an awareness noticing with whom we are spending this time. So she says, look, look, he's looking at you, looking at you. Um, and, and, and so when she, when she writes like in the way of perfection, she's giving us advice about her experience and what helped her to get closer to God. Um, she says, prayer is a conversation with a friend, intimate sharing between friends. And of course, it's not necessarily talking, but God will speak to our heart. God will speak to our heart. Um, it's prayer is taking time to be frequently alone with the one whom we know loves us.